This is the story of a book, one that would become known as the most dangerous book in England. One fascinating text housed within the library of St. Paul's continues to exert its influence on all of us, nearly 500 years since its contents were almost wiped from existence by the combined might of the King of England, the Pope and Holy Roman Emperor. Measuring just inches, the cathedral's first edition of William Tyndale's New Testament is one of just three copies that remain in the world today. But who was Tyndale? And why was the book so dangerous? William Tyndale was a scholar and priest. Educated at both Oxford and Cambridge, he was a controversial advocate of the idea that the individual should be able to have a relationship with God without the established church getting in the way. At a time when King Henry VIII's rule over England was absolute, Tyndale's decision to take on the might of the monarch by translating the Bible from Hebrew and Greek was bold, to say the least. In 1526, Tyndale's publication opened up for the first time the whole of the New Testament in English and helped to bring continental reformation ideals of reading the Bible in your own language to the people of England. Tyndale was giving all people, from princes to ploughboys, the chance to experience firsthand the word of God. This empowerment of the everyman threatened the tight rule of those in power, who set about taking down both the book and its author. Tyndale wrote that the church authorities banned translations of the Bible in order to keep the world still in darkness to the intent they might sit in the consciences of the people through vain superstition and false doctrine, and to exalt their own honour above God himself. Inspired to push ahead with the forbidden translations and get the Bible into the hands of the people, Tyndale had to travel to Germany, the centre of the Protestant Reformation under Martin Luther, to start printing. In constant threat of betrayal and capture, he was forced to move on to the city of Worms, and from there copies were smuggled into England to be read in secret. Any copies which were discovered by the authorities were burned in public, many of them at St Paul's in a campaign led by the Bishop of London. Living an increasingly precarious existence, the authorities eventually caught up with Tyndale, and he was executed near Brussels in 1536. The power of the language would live on though. Within his tiny book are words and phrases which have gone on to influence the world and continue to do so. Roughly 80% of the King James Version of the New Testament still used today is Tyndale's work. It's still greatly admired for the lucidity of the writing, and a surprising number of Tyndale's phrases are still in common use today, such as eat, drink and be merry, signs of the times and the parting of the ways. Furthermore, in the 2013 BBC documentary The Most Dangerous Man in Tudor England, Melvin Bragg stated, Tyndale's influence is immeasurable. 
his genius, now acknowledged, makes him alongside Shakespeare one of the co-creators of the modern English language. Bragg would go on to take part in a discussion at St Paul's in 2017 on the impact of Tyndale's life and work under the title Souls at Stake, Tyndale, the Bible and the 21st Century. In spite of the efforts to hunt down and destroy all copies in existence, three survive to this day. The St Paul's copy seems particularly defiant, as it is now kept on the site where so many others were destroyed. It entered the Cathedral Library as part of the Humphrey Wanley collection, chiefly comprising Bibles and liturgies, and acquired in 1710 for the price of £60. The true significance of this volume, which helped change the literary, religious and political landscape forever, was only realised in the 19th century. But today, Tyndale's Bible is the greatest treasure within the St Paul's Library collection.